Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. This is the best of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. We got a lot to get to here on the Monday edition of Outkick the Coverage. Appreciate all of you coming here and joining us. Hope that you are having a fantastic start of the week. And you know what? You might well be having a fantastic start of the week as long as you are not a New York Knicks fan. Because I think the big takeaway from the 6 o'clock Eastern on Sunday night start of NBA free agency was this. Brands matter less than individuals. It's been a thesis of mine that I have had in place for a long time, but I'm going to unpack it and I'm going to give you a couple of examples here. First of all, Kevin Durant decides to go to the Brooklyn Nets. Let's pause here for a minute and think about what the expectation was for New York Knicks fans as recently as the NBA draft lottery just what seems oh so close, not very long ago at all, right? Leading into the NBA draft lottery, Knicks fans were hoping for as follows. Zion Williamson, maybe the most transcendent talent to enter the NBA since LeBron James. They were hoping for Kevin Durant, and they were hoping for either Anthony Davis or Kyrie Irving. They felt pretty good about the chances they could get all three of those guys, and they could erase what has been an awful, awful stretch for a storied NBA franchise. Madison Square Garden would pop again, and it wouldn't pop because there was another player from another team coming into the Garden and dominating such that Knicks fans felt obligated to cheer for him. They thought all three of those players, all four of those players, were in contention for potentially three available spots for the Knicks. They were as excited as they could be. This was the entire decision-making process behind the decision to trade Kristaps Porzingis, who is, and has now, by the way, if you're a Dallas Maverick fan, agreed to an extension with the Dallas Mavericks, a guy that you could build around and the most exciting player that the Knicks have had in a very, very long time. But they thought that they could clean the decks. They thought that they could wipe it clean 
and that they would be able to go back and in the space of one off season, they would go from the laughing stock of the NBA to a team that was contending for a championship. Along the way, they never really thought, I don't believe, that what happened is going to end up happening, which is Brooklyn, the team that has long been your little brother, the afterthought, the team that has moved around. They were in New Jersey. Now they're in Brooklyn that nobody cared about the laughing stock of NBA basketball by and large in New York City. And then the Nets go out and they, instead of the Knicks, add Kyrie Irving and they add Kevin Durant. And frankly, I don't know where the Knicks go from here. And what is amazing about this is that the Knicks were so optimistic. They were so convinced that their franchise history was going to change overnight, and instead they whiff on everybody. Now, that is a story in and of itself. It's almost impossible to miss. Here's the larger context story. I think Kevin Durant made the wrong decision. I think that Kevin Durant got all up in his feels In some way or some form or fashion, there is no way that the smart strategic decision for Kevin Durant was to go all the way across the country and play in either New York for the Knicks or New York for the Nets. It just doesn't make any sense. Kevin Durant had more money on the table to play with a better team in Golden State. If he didn't want to play for Golden State, he could have gone to a better team with the Clippers or probably the Lakers would have made space for him if he so desired to go there. I think Kevin Durant made the worst choice of all of his available options. I really firmly do. And so the question to me about Kevin Durant is, why is he doing this? Who is he angry with? Who is his relationship deteriorated with? We know that he and Draymond Green have had moments with each other on the basketball court where they didn't seem very fond of one another. We know that Bob Myers, the GM who started to cry when Kevin Durant got hurt, maybe there's a team doctor that he doesn't trust. In retrospect, it sure does seem like a sign that Kevin Durant may well have picked the Nets because the doctor who operated on him has a strong affiliation with the Nets. When Kevin Durant traveled to New York City to make the decision to have surgery there, that could have also and should have also, as we said on this show, been a warning sign to Warrior fans who were hoping that Kevin Durant was going to turn back and play with them. But let me just ask you this question, straightforward. Why in the world would you turn down Steph Curry to play alongside of Kyrie Irving? Other than the one year where LeBron James managed to get the most out of Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving has been a uh, a detonator on team chemistry. He just has. He has not in any way made the team around him better. And that's particularly the case if you just look what happened with when Kyrie Irving set out for the entire playoff run last year, the Boston Celtics almost went to the NBA Finals. Maybe should have gone to the NBA Finals. This year, with Kyrie Irving, they got run by the Milwaukee Bucks in five games. I think this is a really bad decision by Kevin Durant, and I think it's made emotionally not uh, from a pure business perspective. Because from a pure business perspective, if you just sit back and you say to Kevin Durant, okay, bud, Let's think about this. The Warriors are moving into a brand new arena in San Francisco. They are going to have the ability to monetize their franchise better than almost anybody in the entirety of the NBA. Steph Curry is not near the end of his rope. He's got a lot of good years left. Klay Thompson is going to be a really consistent player for years and years to come when he comes back from his ACL injury. Draymond Green, if you don't like him, they have an opportunity, potentially, you probably, if you're Kevin Durant, could say, I want Draymond gone, and they would probably move him. 
you have a chance to lock in there for five years for over $200 million for more money with a better team. All you have to do is look around the NBA and say it doesn't make sense right now what Kevin Durant is doing unless this is an emotional choice. Because if it's not an emotional choice, then he is objectively choosing a team that I don't believe is that close to winning his division. I don't believe is that close to winning his conference. I don't believe is that close to contending for a championship. And I just don't think it's a rational decision that makes a lot of sense. That's made even more the case if Kawhi Leonard ends up doing what we think Kawhi Leonard might do, which is go to the Lakers, although we'll see how long Kawhi waits to make a decision. Either way, Kevin Durant doesn't, in my opinion, do himself a lot of justice as a businessman with this decision. But I started off this conversation by saying I want you to think about the value of brands. For a long time in the world of sports, brands were all that mattered. The Knicks unquestionably have a huge and great brand. But you know what they have left now in this individual-laden era? All they have, all they have is Madison Square Garden. And you know what Madison Square Garden is? An old and relatively deteriorating arena. Because if you look at the landscape of sports right now, what happens beyond a shadow of a doubt is individuals make franchises. Franchises don't make individuals. And this is true whether you're a coach or whether you're a player or frankly, whether you're a businessman in general, because for a very, very long time, the idea that the Nets would be able to out-recruit the Knicks was crazy, that the Clippers would ever be able to out-recruit the Lakers. That's the era that we live in now when players hold all of the cards and are able to make any decisions. Brands are devalued. Players, individuals, are valued even higher. Now... The challenge with that, in general, is that at some point in time, you have to deliver. And I question whether Kevin Durant is going to be a good cultural fit for New York City. I really do. We saw what happened with LeBron when he went to the Lakers last year, when things didn't go perfect from the get-go. Now, maybe LeBron's going to be able to rescue the Lakers. Maybe this uh, four-year contract that he signed with the Lakers, the first year of which is not going to count effectively. Maybe the next three years are going to end great. Lakers are going to contend for championships, and no one will remember how the first year went. But that's with the Lakers having to make a lot of moves. I look at this situation in New York, even with him being with the Brooklyn Nets as opposed to the Knicks, and I say Kevin Durant has increased the pressure on himself by a massive amount. Coming off of an Achilles tendon injury, he's going to be expected after one year of recovery to come back and lead the Nets to a championship caliber team. I just don't buy that he's going to be able to do that alongside of Kyrie Irving. I think he has made a bad, bad decision. And so when you really break this down, I think Kevin Durant's emotions got the better of him. Let me bring in Jason Martin, who's with me this week. I'm out in L.A., so it's going to be a wild week. Uh, I'm doing, by the way, um, the Dan Patrick Show on Thursday, and I am doing the uh, the Dan Patrick Show on Friday. I'll be with Doug Gottlieb on Thursday. I'll be with, uh, uh, let's see, Jason McIntyre on Friday. Uh, but... Jmart, what do you think of the Kevin Durant decision? Good decision, bad decision, indefensible decision? I think it's a bad decision, but I think that it's predictable. And I think this actually goes back further. There's two things that are interesting here. One, it seems like international basketball and these Olympic teams is where friendships are built. And these guys don't forget it. And then when it comes to free agency, they team up with their friends. But I think that 
you've talked about this on your show. I've talked about it on the Jason Martin Show on Sunday mornings here on FSR as well. Adam Silver at the Sloan Analytics Conference discussing how unhappy NBA players are and how they're depressed. Well, we're talking about probably the two most depressed, unhappy people in all of pro sports teaming up right now in Brooklyn with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. So this is ultimately the larger theme to me. These guys are chasing happiness. Golden State, Kevin Durant leaves Oklahoma City. He thinks, if I can go win, I'll just be happy. He goes out there and he wins a couple of championships, and he finds out, I don't really like Draymond Green. They don't think this is my team. They think this is Steph's team. I'm still not happy. So what are they chasing? They're chasing, they're thinking, all right, if winning isn't it, then what is it? Some people think it's money. They go to bad situations and bad markets. They make a ton of money, but they realize money doesn't buy happiness. And then finally, they say, well, I just want to play with my friends. That story that came out last week that the Nets were going to sign DeAndre Jordan because he, too, was a really close friend of Kevin Durant, dating back to international basketball and they're Instagramming each other and all this kind of stuff. Kevin Durant is chasing happiness. And everywhere he goes, he finds out that what he thought was going to make him happy does not. And so what he's about to do is go with a guy who, as you said, destroys team chemistry, who's probably not going to be real happy because Durant's not going to be on the floor this year, so they're not going to be very good in Brooklyn this coming year. So who knows how malcontented Kyrie Irving will be by the time Kevin Durant actually puts on a uniform and can get on the floor. This, to me, I don't think the Nets ever win a championship with these guys. That's my initial point. I I don't think this makes any sense from a basketball perspective, but it makes all the sense in the world from a millennial just-make-me-happy perspective, which I think is ultimately going to fail. Which is unfortunate, right? Because, and I hate to get all pop psychology on everyone, but external factors don't make you happy. I mean, I mean, they really, really, really don't. And, and I, you know, I'm 40 now, so I can sit around and say this on some level. But I really do believe that if you want to be truly happy in life, regardless of what your job is, regardless of how you make a living, regardless of your family situation, it's almost entirely internal. And so we think all the time, and look, we live in a consumer culture where we're sold the idea that if I just had that new pair of shoes, Mm -hmm. if I just had that car, if I just had that house, if I was just able to go to that school, always striving and wanting more can be very healthy. There's nothing wrong with ambition. But the idea that you are only going to be happy if you attain something, something external that you don't have right now, I'm here to tell you it ain't true. Because if you're not enjoying the process by which you pursue whatever you have ambition for, you are not going to be fulfilled by ultimately reaching that destination. And I I don't get it for Kevin Durant. I really don't. I don't understand from a pure – and this may be the question of, you know, who's advising you and who's willing to tell you the truth. To me, Kevin Durant had an opportunity. It was pretty straightforward. He could have tried to pursue excellence with the Golden State Warriors for years and years ahead while he rehabbed from an injury, playing with Steph Curry, who is a much better point guard. I mean, is is there any doubt that everybody out there listening to us right now, if you had to choose between which point guard you want to play for or with Steph or Kyrie Irving, is there anybody out there who wants to play with Kyrie Irving over Steph? (laughs) I mean, that's laughably absurd, right? But that's the decision. And while we're talking about all of the New York stories, obviously the Knicks and everything that happened with them and everything going on with the Nets, Interesting moves in the East overall, right? Because now you have a situation where 
suddenly Jimmy Butler leaves from the 76ers and is going to be traded down to the Heat. And so you've got an interesting tandem uh, there as well. Plus, you get Al Horford coming to the 76ers. So in this era of parity, again, depending on what Kawhi Leonard decides to do, if he goes to the Lakers, the Lakers are still a substantially better team, I think, than everybody else. But at least if you're looking around in the NBA and wondering what parity might look like, we have the early inclinations that it could exist, right? I mean, so Jason Martin, for you, what do you think about the decision, Jimmy Butler to the Heat, and then now you got Al Horford leaving the Celtics and going to join the 76ers, who the 76ers also extend Tobias Harris. Everybody seems like they're making their run at the crown right now, right? And it seems like there are a lot of contenders for this crown. Yeah, I mean, the Sixers got rid of some shooters, but Josh Richardson can shoot the three as well. And there were a lot of teams that were really interested in his services, so he's going to go to the Sixers as part of this deal as well. Horford, they got a lot bigger. Their starting five is going to be Horford, Embiid, Tobias Harris, Josh Richardson, a lot of balls here, and Ben Simmons. So they've got a lot of guys that you like, and they've got Horford, who everybody loves to play with. He's the anti-Kyrie. He's the dude that you want around. And Butler, look, he's a little bit bristly. So this could actually work out, but you're right. Everybody's going for it right now because they feel like it's a wide-open NBA for the first time in a long time. And it's all now comes down to Kawhi, right? What in the world does Kawhi Leonard decide to do? Because if he doesn't, if Kawhi doesn't go to the Lakers, then there are a whole litany of teams, 10 or 12 of them, right, that you could look at and think, oh, this team has a chance at a championship. Absolutely. Just don't go to the Lakers, Kawhi, please. We have a chance at a league that I've wanted to see for I don't know how long where you've got a lot of really good teams, not a lot of really mediocre teams. That is what, that's the NBA I think that we want. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their trip of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Pirelli tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their pirelli test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be we are joined now by Frank Isola at the Frank Isola. He is also uh, on Around the Horn. He is uh, on Sirius XM, and he writes for The Athletic, and he has been a longtime observer of the wildness that can sometimes be the world of New York City basketball. Where does this rank as you wake up on a Monday morning, Frank, and look at the uh, carnage in the Knicks uh, roster. And meanwhile, also the craziness and excitement, I would imagine, and glee that must be felt by Brooklyn Nets fans. How would you even characterize it? I mean, it's a nightmare scenario for the Knicks and their fans. There's no other way around it. Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant are joining forces in New York. Let's stop right there, and it's going to be in Brooklyn. If I had told Clay Travis back in September, guess what? 
Kemba Walker is going to leave his team. He's going to come to the Atlantic Division. Kyrie Irving is going to leave his team. He's going to stay in the Atlantic Division. And Kevin Durant's coming to the Atlantic Division, leaving the Warriors. I'll bet you would have said two of those guys have to be going to the Knicks. It's got to be Durant and one of those point guards that you would think. The Knicks, I mean, the Knicks didn't even get a meeting with Kyrie Irving and Kemba Walker, but they set everything up, Clay, to get Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. That's the reason that they traded Chris Porzingis. They had to get off of the contracts of Tim Hardaway Jr. and Courtney Lee. Those were two guys that Steve Mills had signed. But then, of course, they had to kick uh, Porzingis on the way out, so to make it seem like, well, he was an ungrateful diva, so he had to get rid of him. When you make a move like that, it has to result in something. And getting Julius Randle three years, $63 million, that's not it. you, you got to do better than that. The Knicks swung and missed big time. It's interesting. I saw you on Twitter last night say, I'll look forward to who the mouthpieces are for the Knicks who are going to claim that the Knicks are still in good shape. And, of course, the story comes out, well, the Knicks didn't want to give – uh, Kevin Durant a four-year guarantee given the fact that he's coming off of an Achilles tendon hin- uh, injury. If that were true and you had made that decision, why wouldn't you have said it before free agency actually started, <laughs> right? I mean, if you've made that decision, that's fine, right? The Knicks fans can be upset about that decision, but if you were going to make that decision, shouldn't you have put that out beforehand through uh, media sources and everybody else and just said, you know what, the Knicks are balking at giving Kevin Durant a four-year guarantee because they're worried about him being 32 years old with an Achilles tendon injury coming off of it, and they don't want to pay him you know, $40 million for a full year when he's going to be rehabbing. If that were their decision, it can be a questionable decision, but it's one that certainly can be justified. If you at least put it out beforehand, the fact yep. that they didn't is, to me, self-evident that they are now trying to claim, oh, we didn't really want him. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not buying it. Uh, and I said, I wrote after game five. I was up in Toronto when Durant got hurt. And I wrote, you know, the Knicks, it's it's a tough break for them. Time to move on. But you just you, you forget about Kevin Durant waiting a year for him to come back. And when he does come back, he's going to be 32, a year removed from Achilles surgery. Forget it. Don't do that. But, Clay, the Knicks, if they could, under the current collective bargaining agreement, if they could give Kevin Durant a 10-year contract, they would have signed him for 10 years. They wanted Kevin Durant in the worst way. Don't don't. First of all, it fits right into the Knicks' whole marketing plan, and you know they would have said it's not about this year. This year it's about developing our young guys because next year we're getting Kevin back, and when we get him back, we'll have another. We still have our first round pick. We still have cap space. This would have been this would have been the, an ideal scenario for the Knicks because it would have allowed the Knicks to cruise through another season despite the losing, and they could have set everything up for twenty twenty. 21 season. Now it'll be, you know, now you'll hear all about Giannis Antetokounmpo and a, a Queens, a story of Queens, which is home to like the largest uh, Greek community in the United States. So you're going to start hearing all this stuff. It's all spin from the Knicks. That's what it always is. As I say, Clay, when it's not about this year, it's about next year. Pretty soon with the Knicks, it's not about this century. So when you look right now, let's go to the other side. Brooklyn has to be ecstatic with getting Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. When you look at those guys, if you had to make a choice right now, do you believe that that duo will ever win a championship in Brooklyn? I think it's going to be hard. I think that, you know, there's so many variables. First of all, it's Kyrie proving that he could be a leader again because he fell out of favor with a lot of his teammates up in Boston and the coaching staff. You know, so it's funny. When we were at the All-Star game, that's when that story came out from Adam Silver, which I was surprised that he said it, but he said, you know, it's my dealings with NBA players that I find find them to be generally unhappy, which I'm sure makes the public feel great that these guys are making, you know, $20, $30 million and are unhappy. But the first two players I thought of were Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. 
And then here they are together. And I thought they were coming to the Knicks. I'm thinking, hey, if you're unhappy now, wait till you come see what's going on with the Knicks. So uh, to me, both of them have a lot to prove. Durant is much different. That's all about proving medically that he can come back and be a big-time player. And, hey, Kyrie Irving's had some medical stuff in the past, but he has to come back and prove that he can be a leader. Both these guys signed up for this. And you know what? You want to make a mark in New York, and they're going to make a ton of money. The, the Nets' new owner from over in Asia, Joe Sai, who owns that company, Alibaba, they're going to make a ton of money uh, you know, linking up with uh, companies in China and things like that. But there's going to be a lot of questions about uh, um, Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. And remember this too, Clay. You got Kevin Durant for four years. It's really three. He's not playing next year. So already we just knocked one year off. Can they win a championship? It's certainly not going to happen next season. And how is he going to be that first year back? So for the Nets, it's a risk. But remember... The Nets team doctor, Dr. Martin O'Malley, out of the hospital for special surgery, he's the one that did the operation on Durant. So no one knows what that injury to Durant is better than the Nets team doctor. And the Nets do have what's renowned to be one of the better medical staffs, training staffs in the NBA. So clearly they have to be confident that they could get Durant back to some type of level. All right, so... Uh, I said an hour one open of this show, right? And we're talking to Frank Isola at the Frank Isola. My first thought when I come on is this is a bad decision for Kevin Durant because he had the opportunity to stay in Golden State. He could have played with Steph instead of Kyrie Irving. I don't think there's a single person out there listening to us right now that is saying, regardless of what level basketball you play, I'd rather have Kyrie Irving as a teammate <laughs> than Steph Curry as a teammate at the point guard position. What in the world is Kevin Durant thinking? It's it's a strange one, and um, I agree with you. Financially, it made all the sense in the world. He would have gone five years from the Golden State Warriors. When you do come back and play, you're going to have Steph Curry. You're going to have Klay Thompson. Presumably, you'll have Draymond Green as well. It, it, clearly, it was to make a move back east, to make some type of mark in New York, and for the longest time, he was linked up with Kyrie Irving. That's why over the last few days, it was interesting. When I heard, you know, Durant, you know, could it be now the Knicks, could they be back and play? I'm thinking, is Kevin Durant leaving the Warriors to come to New York but not play with Kyrie Irving? So for a while there, it seemed like it was going to be that. And think about how sensitive Kevin Durant is. Maybe they look at, like, kind of the New York spotlight as a little bit different. In Brooklyn, you can kind of float under the radar a little bit. Less media scrutiny. You know, some of that's obviously going to change now that they're, you know, a lot's going to be expected of them. And I also think that, you know, the Knicks have to take some accountability here, too. There's been a lot of dysfunction and a lot of losing. And, you know, most recently, you know, Charles Oakley is a beloved player in New York. You know, every town loves the lunch pail guy that dives on the floor for loose balls and, you know, gets dirty and isn't afraid to fight and stand up for his team. You know, a couple of seasons ago, they dragged Charles Oakley out of the building in handcuffs. And, you know, whether Charles was right or wrong, I mean, just that image alone, like, you know that that resonates with NBA players. And they must be thinking, man, you know, that's how, that's how the owner treats a guy that's beloved in that town. That, that I always thought at the time that was not good for the Knicks. Eventually the Knicks will overcome that because players will take money. But I just don't think guys like Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving were ready to take that leap of faith in the Knicks organization. They clearly both wanted to come to New York, so they picked the second team in New York. And I think that reflects well on Brooklyn. Who's the, uh, Clay, they've done a lot in terms of player development. they got a terrific coach. Their general manager, Sean Marks, does a good job. They started out at the bottom with basically nothing. They were a playoff team last year. And it says a lot about the Knicks, who are the, the marquee team, and yet they can't land one of these guys. That, that It's very telling. 
We're talking to Frank Isola at the Frank Isola on Twitter around the horn. He's also on. Uh, you can read him at the Athletic, and he does radio with Sirius XM. Joins us weekly. Uh, for people out there who are not familiar with the New York City basketball market, how would you characterize to them, in an analogy sense, the Knicks and the Nets? For the Nets to have just pulled off this coup that they did with Kyrie and with Durant, relative to the Knicks uh, in terms of the way that you have covered the, the, these basketball teams forever, how much more superior are the Knicks from a pure fan base and attention perspective historically than the Nets? Oh yeah, you know, even the ratings last season still for the Knicks were were better than the Nets. I mean, I think that would be like you know the top recruit, you know, basketball recruit in the state of North Carolina decides to go to NC State as opposed to going to Carolina or going to Duke. Not yeah. that it's not a legitimate team, but I think you know it's you're not going to the big one; you're going to the the next one down. But you know, hey, Brooklyn is a a beautiful place. It's expensive as heck. The Nets built a beautiful practice facility there and there is something hip about that whole like you know vibe that's in Brooklyn I think also Kyrie Irving just didn't want to deal with a lot of the nonsense a lot of the nonsense with the organization a lot of the nonsense with the media I think that he felt you know both of them probably feel like they could fly under the radar I think that's what the the Nets have been for the longest time but remember this when they had Jason Kidd here and they went to those two finals now unfortunately they were playing in the Meadowlands which is a dump but that was a that was a fun team That, that was that was an entertaining team, and the Knicks have not had a team like that in more than 20 years. So the Nets have a chance now more than ever. I think with the Brooklyn name and the fact that you have two of the top players in the league, they could start to make some inroads in New York. How much pressure, if any, does James Dolan even get added now to have to sell the team? I mean, is, is are there going to be a lot of columns written saying, as you said, in relation to the Charles Oakley situation, this is just a toxic culture that – true talent doesn't want to go to. And I mean talent that has a ton of other options, right? The, the Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant are going to make pretty much the same salary to play anywhere. Julius Randle, okay, you could bring him in. He may get more money from the Knicks than anybody else. And most people will eventually even go to a culture that's not as good if they're overpaid. But when you're competing against everybody else on relatively a level playing field, it seems pretty clear that the Knicks and Dolan can't compete. Yeah, and I think you know there's not enough guys, certainly in radio in New York that are like Clay Travis and aren't enough columnists anymore because I think the Knicks, you know, kind of rule through intimidation. They have some business relationships with people. I mean, one of the columnists today wrote, not that the Knicks better get Kevin Durant and Kawhi Leonard. The column was, wouldn't it be great if the Knicks got Kevin Durant and Kawhi Leonard? Yeah, I think it would be. I don't really think <laughs> we need to be told that. But there's not like they kind of they get a bit of a pass. And then you know when I worked at the Daily News for the longest time, and they still do it now at the Daily News, and they do it with me. It's always well, you have a vendetta against us, and you don't like us. Now I'm just reporting what's going on. I'll, I'll stand behind anything that I've written. Look at the results. You were 17 and 65 this year. You've had the worst record in the league the last 19 years. You've won one playoff series in 19 years. The record is what the record is. See, the the issue that the Knicks have, they don't want you to write the truth. So now it's already starting with this Durant thing about, well, nah, well, you know, we had some reservations about. Come on. Now, like, can we at least like like treat people with respect here? We we know what the Knicks were up to. They wanted Kevin Durant in the worst way. So will that column come like, that Jim Dolan should sell the team? I don't think it will. And think of it. Think about this, Clay. A fan from about twenty feet away after a game this year yelled out, "Sell the team!" No, no, didn't curse. Jim Dolan confronted the fan, had his goons kick the guy out, and then banned the fan for life. And I thought, you know what? I think fans are going to get upset at the next game. And 
Nobody really said anything. I think the Knicks fan has been so beaten down by the losing and the dysfunction. It's almost like like the Stockholm Syndrome right now, where they're just used to being a prisoner and there's nothing they could do about it. Outstanding stuff as always. Good luck unpacking all of this. It's Frank Isola at the Frank Isola on Twitter. Watch him on Around the Horn. Listen to him on SiriusXM and read him at The Athletic. Good stuff, my man. Thanks, Clay. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock, and there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes, cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with, hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their yokohama test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be all right, I'm out in L.A. for the next, like, eight or nine, ten days, whatever the heck it is. So uh, I'm going to be all in on the Kawhi drama. We are doing our show uh, from the Fox Lots, the final week of the Lock It In show. Should be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to being fully immersed. But as much as I enjoy the Lakers as a storyline, and as great as the Laker brand is, the worst thing that can happen to the NBA is Kawhi Leonard goes to the Lakers and every single person listening to me right now who is anything other than a diehard Lakers fan has got to be in agreement with me. Because what we have seen happen in the NBA all too common is we have one dynasty after another. Somebody is out there that is really good and there's almost no middle ground where a team can rise up and win a championship. Now, some of you might be thinking, oh, what about the Raptors? The Raptors just did it, but they relied upon two season-ending injuries to Klay Thompson and to Kevin Durant. I honestly believe that if only one of those guys had been out for a season-ending injury and the other player had been healthy throughout the series, the Golden State Warriors still would have won the series, and they still would have won the championship. It took two iconic stars from the Golden State Warriors being injured for the Toronto Raptors to be able to sneak their way into a title. Credit to the Raptors, but unless you believe that there are going to be two massive injuries or even maybe one massive injury on this team, then the Lakers would be a prohibitive favorite if they trotted out LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Kawhi Leonard, and Kyle Kuzma. Now, I understand why the Lakers would be selling Kawhi Leonard on this idea like crazy. And I also understand how if you are Kawhi Leonard and you had to basically put the entire country of Canada on your back to lead him to a championship, I understand why it might be seductive to go to L.A., even to be with the Lakers where you get a lot more attention and it doesn't seem like Kawhi is a guy who loves attention. Even if that were the case, you could take care of your load management. You don't have to play as many minutes. You could kick back and you could relax more during the regular season. The same thing could be true with LeBron James. The same thing could be true with Anthony Davis. I'm selling those guys right now if I am Rob Polinka or Magic Johnson or Jeannie Buss, whoever is doing that recruitment for the Lakers. I'm saying, look, what you want is to play 65 games with us. We'll give you 17 games off, and we want you full speed by the time the postseason gets here. We can win enough with two out of three of you playing on a regular basis. 
You will be a star unlike any other star. You will win another championship. Kawhi, you will go to a third team to win a third championship. You and LeBron will both triple up in terms of bringing championships to three different teams. And Kawhi, as LeBron rides off into the sunset, we're pairing you with Anthony Davis, who is another young guy that you can dominate with for years and years to come. The problem is that's great for the Lakers. That's bad for the NBA. Right now, if you look at the NBA and Kawhi stays with the Raptors, let's just say Kawhi stays there. We still have a lot of other uncertainty about different parts and where everybody else can go. But Kawhi is the big linchpin that's going to move the odds market in a substantial way. So what happens if Kawhi stays with the Raptors? Then the Lakers still have a chance to win a championship. Right? They have $32 million that they can distribute around to some of the other available free agents. We've got the Clippers with maybe the Clippers can at least put themselves into a position where they're decent, right? The Bucks still have a chance to win a championship now that Chris Middleton has re-upped and they got a big contract with him and Giannis. The Rockets, who knows what they're going to end up doing down in Houston, but they had a team that was good enough to beat the Warriors two straight years. They're still pretty solid. The Raptors, Raptors have a great chance of repeating with Kawhi. 76ers, Tobias Harris, re-ups for a long time. Ben Simmons, Embiid. You still have a pretty talented roster. Maybe at some point in time, Ben Simmons is actually going to be able to make an outside shot. The Celtics, okay, we'll talk a little bit about this. I'm going to bring in Jay Martin and ask him about this. How do you assess the value of Kimball Walker as it opposes to Kyrie Irving? Certainly the Nuggets, look, they're under the radar. They haven't made a lot of moves, but the Nuggets were close to advancing to the Western Conference Finals. Uh, they, they have to feel like they're a team that has a chance. The Jazz have made a couple of great moves. They have actually had, since free agency started, their odds to win a championship come down the, the, the most. The Nets, they're not going to be very good next year because we know that Kevin Durant's not going to be back with the Achilles tendon tear. But after that, in the next year, you can have some optimism there. Kind of see me running through. We know the Trailblazers were already in the finals. They get healthy again. Uh, they theoretically could come back. The Thunder, I don't know if Russell Westbrook's ever going to win a series alongside of Paul George, but they at least have talent. Porzingis paired with uh, Luka. All those teams that I just ran through, Jason Martin, as long as Kawhi isn't on the Lakers, I can make you a bullish case. And what I'm sounding like here is, is what every other league sounds like when the season begins, which is you look at the overall landscape of the league and you can squint if you look hard enough, if you look at the right angle, if guys develop in a way that you hope they can, your team can win a championship. That's about 10 teams that I just ran through, which we haven't seen teams feel like that in a very long way. Kawhi can't go to the Lakers if the goal is to make the NBA as interesting as it possibly can be. Yes, I agree. And that's what I said on my program here on FSR yesterday, that the elite level parity is what you want. And you have an opportunity for that in a sport where you almost never have the opportunity for that. What did, what did we say? Even when I was your executive producer, we would talk about the regular season and, okay, well, Golden State is going to win this thing. And I remember you used to say, we could go back and pull the audio. You would joke and say, the only reason, the, the only way the Warriors don't exactly win right. is if multiple superstars go down with injuries. And that's exactly what we saw. And that's why they didn't win the championship this year. Now, if you think about Kawhi going to the Lakers and them saying, load management, you can take 17 games off. One stat that I saw was that during this five-year span for the Warriors, those guys played an extra 102 games 
because of how far and how deep and how often they were in the postseason. And that it beat up their bodies, and that's the reason why nobody's been able to win four in five years since like the 60s Celtics. Because of the toll it takes on your body, once you get to that fifth year, you start to see guys get dinged up. Now, it's not a direct correlation, but I'm sure it didn't help matters as it related to what happened to Clay Thompson, to Durant, and even to Andre Iguodala. Plus, we've seen Steph Curry hurt in previous postseasons. Maybe one of the biggest surprises this year was Steph Curry really wasn't hurt. He was During the, the playoffs. Yeah, that, that's, that's not expected. But in terms of a league I want to see, I want to see, and I've written down 11 different teams where there are two stars that are at least semi-marketable that would be something I would want to watch in prime time if I believed that those teams could actually compete for a championship. If they weren't just lambs being led to the slaughter in the Western Conference semis or the Eastern Conference semis. And so if Kyrie stays in Toronto, where I also think... He could be a national hero because there's no other team in Canada. So the entire country roots for the Toronto Raptors. That dude gets a statue put in front of that building if he stays. They want him to stay. And one thing I saw, Adrian Wojnarowski said this a couple of days ago over the weekend before free agency opened. He said that relationships matter to Kawhi Leonard. And so Toronto actually has a leg up in that discussion because he knows the training staff. He knows the coaching staff. He understands Nick Nurse. He understands that Masai Ujiri, who built this team, is sticking around. There's a trust that has been built, not just with the guys on the floor, but Kawhi feels like they took care of him last year. He feels like he had what was called medical autonomy as it related to his health matters. They listened to his doctors. They listened to his people. And when he said he wasn't feeling right, they gave him whatever he needed. And so if he goes to the Lakers, he doesn't know Frank Vogel. He doesn't know Jeannie Buss and how she operates. He doesn't know that. And if you were to go to the Clippers, he doesn't have a personal relationship with Doc Rivers. He doesn't know what Lawrence Frank is doing. So Woj says that that actually gives, potentially, Toronto more of an advantage than people are giving them credit for because Kawhi values relationships and he's been able to build them. But in terms of just the league... I don't want to see him go to L.A. He has earned the right to go wherever he wants. He's won two NBA Finals MVPs in two different conferences after beating two defending champions to win those titles. His resume is impeccable. I just don't want to see that because I don't need a prohibitive favorite right now. I like the idea that there are a lot of really good teams that you could make a case for. That actually makes an 82-game regular season interesting. Here's also what I would add. If you are Kawhi Leonard and you are looking at all these different moves and trying to assess where the talent is going to be, why not re-up for one year with a player option for another year with the Raptors? And no, like there's a lot of talk about, well, why you wouldn't necessarily want to do that because what if you injure yourself? What we just saw from Kevin Durant and what we've seen from Klay Thompson is if you're a good enough player, even if you have an injury that might keep you out for an entire year, you still get a max contract because that's how good you are and also maybe how undervalued you are relative to the salary cap existing. In other words, what I mean by that is the the Nets are coming out and giving uh, giving Kevin Durant a four-year guarantee of 100 and whatever the math is. I jotted down here. 100 and uh, let's see, 41 million over four years, $164 million, right? They're giving him $164 million, so that means to me that Kevin Durant is worth $50 million plus on the open market because you're paying him that for just three years. But your fear, if you're Kawhi Leonard, is it's not like it's the NFL, where if you get injured, it's almost impossible to ever make the money back up, and so that's why those guys don't want to get franchised. 
you could make the decision to stay in Toronto, wait and see how everybody else is doing, have a player option for another year, and be able to assess things. Because you know the Raptors are going to be pretty good, right? They've got a lot of talent coming back. You just won a championship. It seems to me that everybody else almost has come down. The Lakers have come up a little bit. But by and large, I don't think there's a team that's been able to put everything together to make a run at the Raptors where they've gotten a lot better, right? Especially in the East. I think you can look at the Bucks getting worse. I think you can look at the Celtics getting worse. So I think you can look in the East and say, hey, we have an even better trip and possibility of going to the finals this year than we did last year. Why not, instead of signing a multi-year extension, just because maybe I'm not that confident that I want to be in Canada for that long, a one-and-a-one, a a player option for one year and a player option for another year, and allowing you to assess the landscape once more after a year could make a lot of sense, couldn't it? Oh, yeah, I think it absolutely does. And if you look further, you're talking about the East getting weak. It really kind of becomes a two-team race. It becomes Philadelphia. I mean, Milwaukee's still got a shot. They bring in Middleton, but losing Brogdon is a fairly big deal to Indiana. That makes Indiana a lot better, though. I guess you could say Oladipo and Brogdon, that's a good backcourt. If you look at Jimmy Butler going to Miami, they still don't have enough in Miami where that's going to matter all that much. But Philadelphia, they got better without Horford. They shored up and they got uh, Josh Richardson as well. And that's somebody that a lot of teams in the league actually wanted. So I think if you stay in Toronto, you still have a much better chance on that side. And I'm not including Brooklyn because, of course, Kevin Durant's not going to play this coming season. So that's a future move. They'll be part of the mix later, but not now. But as for Kawhi, if he goes to the Lakers, I think it wrecks this. If I'm Adam Silver, yeah, you're going to watch Lakers games, but what else are you going to watch? Because there's not any real reason to unless Anthony Davis goes down with an injury, which you don't want to see happen. So for the health of your league, I think you want Kawhi either with the Clippers or ultimately I think you want him to stay in Toronto. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. And I understand that we never know everything or even anything about some of these athletes, right? Because so much of their public persona can be different than what their private reality is. But the one thing about Kawhi Leonard that seems to hold true is this is a guy who is pretty much all about basketball. There's a great moment when he's about to run out onto the court and he gets a pound from a teammate. Uh, somebody wants to get him a pound and he's like, no, no, no. I got to get out on the court. I'm focused here. Everything about Kawhi Leonard, whether it's the New Balance shoes, whether it's the board man wins title, whatever it is, is all predicated on him being obsessed with basketball. Does he really want to deal with the carnival of excess that is being a teammate of LeBron James? Think about what Kawhi's career has been like so far. He's in San Antonio, one of the best places in the country to live as a pro athlete on a team that almost no one cares about from an aggressive media mindset because of the vibe that was put in place by Greg Popovich. Now, obviously, Kawhi ended up not finishing his tenure with San Antonio in a way that was great, right? But... I think the culture of that place mattered a great deal to him. Same thing true about Toronto. You can make an argument that Kawhi went from one extreme of disinterest in the United States down near the border with Mexico all the way north of the border with the Toronto Raptors and until it got pretty far into the playoffs, 
most people didn't give the Raptors much of a chance to win a title. Most people didn't believe in him, and most people didn't pay a lot of attention to Kawhi. And now you're telling me that he's going to give all that up, success under the radar, without a lot of attention, to suddenly have every little thing picked apart as a member of LeBron James's team? Kawhi doesn't do social media. LeBron lives on social media. LeBron is a quintessential millennial. Every feeling that he has is immediately broadcast to the nation and the world. And then you add in all of the attention off the court with Anthony Davis, with the drama over the coaching staff when you know that Frank Vogel is going to be on the hot seat from the minute that all starts, to the uncertainty with what Magic Johnson is going to do, how Jeannie Buss is going to behave, what in the world's going to happen with Rob Polinka. The Lakers seem like everything that Kawhi Leonard despises. So the idea that he would go to the Lakers, we just told you why we don't think it's great for the league. The idea that he would go there seems to fulfill none of what we know about Kawhi Leonard so far. It seems totally illogical that Kawhi would make the decision to join the Lakers. Now, Clippers, I can see it. Staying in Toronto, I can see it. But the idea that Kawhi, of all the teams in pro sports, would go to the Lakers, which may be the most overcovered team in all of pro sports, it makes zero sense. Am I crazy, or does that all tie in, in your mind, trying to analyze Kawhi's decision-making as well, Jason Martin? In a short period of time, let me say it this way. Let me tell you who I don't think Kawhi Leonard wants to be. I don't think he wants to be Chris Bosh, and I don't think he wants to be Kevin Love. Because that's what he would be if he goes to the Lakers. Because Anthony Davis is going to be deemed to be the second guy, even though I disagree. I think Kawhi Leonard's the best player in the NBA, personally, not just because of what I just saw. But I don't think he wants to be that dude. If he wants to be a killer on the basketball floor, you do go to the Clippers, or you stay in Toronto, and you continue to be John Wick in the NBA, which is what I've compared him to in the past. You don't go play third banana. And I think he's looking at where people are moving right now. He's not going to have any meetings for the next couple of days. I think that's pretty straightforward and slowly kind of slide into his decision-making process. But I just I think the Lakers is a totally illogical play if Kawhi Leonard decides to do it. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.